Connor Bedard has arrived in Chicago ahead of the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase. I'll talk about how Bedard has looked thus far and five things to keep an eye on this weekend up in Minnesota. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome on in to another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Go and check me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you can also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And as always, if you're not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, what are you doing? Do me a huge favor. Go and smash that subscribe button, like, and comment down below as well. I would greatly appreciate driving the SEO in this direction. And also by subscribing to the YouTube channel, you can get the latest episode as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. And thank you all, as always, for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. That's your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. Thank you all for making the show your very first listen here to start off your day. And to open things up on the show here today, Connor Bedard has officially arrived at Fifth Third Arena for Blackhawks prospect camp after missing out on the first day because he and Seth Jones were taking part in the NHL's media tour out in Las Vegas. Connor Bedard was officially on the scene at Fifth Third Arena on both Thursday and here earlier this morning ahead of the Tom Curvers prospect showcase That's taking place up in Minnesota over the weekend, which of course will be Bedard's first little bit of action that he is getting in a Blackhawks sweater. And by the way, for those curious, I've had a few people asking me on Twitter and a couple people in the comment section below as well, wondering uh, if these games are going to be broadcasted anywhere. Is there going to be a way for fans to watch these two scrimmages that the Blackhawks are having against the Blues prospects and the Minnesota Wilds prospects? The answer is yes. Good news. Both games will actually be streamed live on uh, Blackhawks.com and also on the Blackhawks YouTube channel. And even better news is that the games will be broadcasted by Charlie Rumeliotis of NBC Sports Chicago and Joe Brand of WGN, two very frequent guests here of the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, and both of which I'm hoping to have on here again before the start of the regular season in just about a month. And funny enough, I was actually uh, DMing Charlie Rumeliotis on Twitter here earlier this morning. But yes, both games are going to be broadcasted again either on Blackhawks.com or the Blackhawks YouTube channel. Charlie Rumeliotis and Joe Brand will be broadcasting both games, which are uh, the first coming on Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Time against the St. Louis Blues prospects. And then the second scrimmage game will take place at 3 p.m. Central Time uh, on Sunday against the Minnesota Wilds prospects. So very awesome uh, that those games will be up for the fans to watch and that two of the very best Blackhawks 
uh, beat writers and folks that cover the team. I'm not exactly sure. Joe Brand does a various amount of things. I'm not sure exactly what his title is. I know he's the post and pregame uh, and intermission radio host, but he's involved in a multitude of ways with this Blackhawks organization. But anyways, those games will be broadcasted. I know many people were curious about that. But yeah, Counter Bedard, of course, that's the main storyline coming out of Blackhawks camp right now is that he was on the ice for uh, the first time at Fifth Third Arena um, where there was actually some sort of uh, formal situation, some sort of camp setting and some competitive juices firing. He has been, you know, seen skating there and um, taking part in some, you know, just some workouts and things of that nature. But this is the first time really where there's some sort of like main reason for him to be on the ice at Fifth Third Arena. And um, yeah, it's obviously an incredible scene moment. A lot of us Blackhawks fans have been waiting for for quite a while, and it's going to be super awesome as well to see him finally up in action uh, on Saturday for the first time against the St. Louis Blues prospects. I haven't been down there if you've been watching the last couple of episodes that I've dropped this week. Unfortunately, due to some other uh, work-related timing things, I wasn't able to make the trip down to Fifth Third Arena this week, but I will be there when training camp opens, I believe, next week. We still don't have the uh, official schedule on that from the Chicago Blackhawks. So I wasn't down there. It really broke my heart to not be able to see Connor Bedard in action for his first two days at Fifth Third Arena. Um, but from what I've heard from all accounts, he's looked absolutely awesome. Um, and looks like he is, by and large, the best prospect out there on the ice, which I don't think anyone is going to find all that surprising at this point in time. Um, but with, you know, this is one thing I also have mentioned in the last couple of episodes, one thing that you kind of have to preface during these prospect development camps and just this preparation for the Tom Curver showcase. And even in the first couple of days, whenever uh, the Blackhawks, whenever the NHL camp finally does open up, you know, you hear good things about players and, and such and such, but it's also kind of hard to tell exactly what's meaningful and what really isn't, you know, because obviously there's just, everything's a little bit shaky. There, there are certain drills that are set up in, in certain situations and things are just kind of funky and obviously much different than real game-like situations. And it's hard to figure out, you know, what should be a primary takeaway, what should be a secondary takeaway, if some guys look good, if some guys don't. And uh, I recall, you know, training camp last year for the Blackhawks, Gavin Hayes and Ryan Green. Uh, Ryan Green was a second-round pick. Gavin Hayes was a high third-round pick. Neither of them really stood out to me during training camp all that much. And both of them went on to have uh, fantastic seasons for Ryan Green with Boston University, for Gavin Hayes with the Flint Firebirds of the OHL. But you just you just never know during these training camp settings. Um, so while obviously, you know, it's great to hear that Connor Bedard looks good, and I'm sure no one's surprised to hear that he's the clear-cut best prospect out there on the ice. From the Twitter clips, his shot has looked unbelievable. He's been making some nice passes. I'm, uh, I'm actually starting to get a little sick. Uh, not, I also do have FOMO not being able to be there myself, but I've had multiple people uh, who follow me and other Blackhawks accounts on Twitter saying, geez, is this really what it's going to be like? Do we have to see every video of Bedard skating up and down the ice? He looks good, okay? We have to uh, relish the fact that we have a stud prospect like this after, you know, us folks covering the team. It's been pretty miserable doing so these last couple of years. But what I'm trying to say here is, well, obviously, yes, it's great that Connor Bedard looks good. Um, 
it's not the end all be all it's expected for him at a prospect camp like this, but it's probably more important for other guys. Like it's hard to tell exactly what's the most meaningful um, uh, takeaways from, from a situation like this, where it's just a couple days of getting ready. And I think the showcase itself is going to tell us a whole lot more than these three days of uh, drills and line rushes and, and such and such will tell us. So I did kind of want to put that out there, but where I'm going with this is, Obviously, the on-the-ice stuff looks good for Connor Bedard, but I just keep getting impressed by, you know, the the stories that I'm hearing about him or what other people have to say about him or what I'm hearing from Connor Bedard himself. Um, but what I wanted to bring up on the show here was actually uh, a cool little story that uh, I heard from Darcy Hordachuk on the uh, PHNX Coyotes podcast. I, uh, I think it was earlier this week or late last week where he was talking about Connor Bedard skating with some of the best players in the NHL at the BioSteel camp where he was at and how good he looked there. But Darcy Hordachuk also talked about just how much of a gamer Connor Bedard is and how much of a hockey rat he is, where he was just eat, breathe, sleep, hockey all day, all night. Uh, would go and do these biosteel camps, then would go immediately to five on five games, then would go and jump on three, go jump in on three on three games. Darcy Hordachuk was making it sound like all Connor Bedard wanted to do was go out there and play hockey. And we're finally getting to that point where now Connor Bedard can go out there and play hockey. We've been hearing these media interviews, and he's even said it himself like, yeah, there's been a, a lot of talking, a lot of media, a lot of interviews, a lot of questions. But it's clear all this kid really wants to do is go out there and play hockey. And he finally gets the opportunity to go and do that this weekend up in Minnesota. But just more cool stuff that I'm hearing about Connor Bedard from Darcy Hordachuk. Uh, Kyle Davidson throughout the summer, Blackhawks general manager, had nothing but good things to say about Bedard and the type of leadership role that he's kind of taken on and how you know fellow prospects are already kind of looking up to him and kind of um, building a nice chemistry and looking at him as a leader, uh, which is super cool. And then the things we hear from Connor himself, you know, he talked about how he's no different than any other rookie. He got a question about why he's going to the Tom Curvers prospect showcase. And, you know, I'm sure he wants to get out there on the ice as much as he loves hockey, but he also is very humble, says he's no different than any other rookie, even though we know that's not the case. Um, but he just, you know, wants to be one of the guys, doesn't want to be treated any differently. So from all accounts, again, from Darcy Hordachuk, from other people, from people internally in the Blackhawks organization, Kyle Davidson in the front office, and even from Connor Bedard himself, I just continue to be more and more impressed by this kid. You can tell he's just a really good kid, really good dude, and a heck of a hockey player as well, and couldn't be more excited to see him finally in action this weekend in the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase. All right, folks, coming up in just a moment, I'll go over some projected lines and defensive pairings that we could see the Blackhawks roll with this weekend at the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase. I need to talk, but first, I need to talk to you all about Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected, and that's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication during an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand at all times. And Jace Medical is so simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication, delivery, ongoing consultation, and care. Don't get caught unprepared. 
Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using the code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. Again, that's jacemedical.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON for an additional $20 off. All right, back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure to smash the like button, go and comment down below as well. And if you're not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, what are you doing? Make sure to go and do that so you stay all caught up on the latest Blackhawks news and updates as we start to creep towards the beginning of the 2023-2024 NHL regular season. And also make sure to go and follow Lockdown Blackhawks on Instagram as well. And for those out there wondering, I am still having the giveaway. It's still going on. I'm just working through some technical difficulties right now with the Lockdown Podcast Network. But I promise you, there is going to be a lucky winner that's going to come away with some really awesome free Blackhawks stuff. I'm just figuring it all out. I promise It's going to get figured out before the start of the regular season, but make sure to follow Lockdown Blackhawks on Instagram. And again, smash that subscribe button to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube if you haven't done so already. All right, for segment two, I also wanted to be sure uh, to share the forward lines and the defensive pairings that we could be seeing the Blackhawks roll with when they travel up to Minnesota for the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase. Because earlier here Friday morning, at Fifth Third Arena for the first time, they the prospects actually had sort of like a morning skate type of situation on their hands, even though uh, they're not going to be in action until tomorrow night. But in typical morning skate fashion, like we see for NHL clubs, that means we got to see some forward lines and some defensive pairings for the first time out of these prospects. And it's really interesting to see how uh, Coach Anders Sorensen, Ice Hogs head coach Anders Sorensen, who's running uh, this Blackhawks prospect squad for the Tom Curvers prospect showcase. It's going to be really interesting. I was really curious to see how he was going to kind of set everything up, given that, you know, a lot of the Blackhawks top prospects aren't eligible for the showcase to play in college hockey, such as Oliver Moore, uh, Frank Nazar, Sam Renzel, et cetera, et cetera. Ryan Green, who I just mentioned a few moments ago, Aiden Thompson, a third round pick in the 2022 NHL draft. A lot of the Blackhawks top forward prospects aren't eligible for this prospect showcase. So I was really curious to see who Anders Sorensen was going to put up there, mostly uh, on the top line with Connor Bedard. I think it's pretty clear cut and dry that he's going to be the top line center for the Blackhawks in this showcase. But I was really interested to see who Sorensen was going to put with him and how he was going to round things out for the rest of uh, the lineup. And we finally got that answer here earlier this morning on the top line for the Blackhawks here earlier this morning was Nick Lardis, Connor Bedard, and Colton Dock. And I think that is a, a skill-wise a trio that makes the most sense for this prospect group. Connor Bedard, obviously you want him playing with some skill guys that will be able to keep up and help him produce. And I think Nick Lardis, I mean, this kid had quite the season in the Ontario Hockey League, 37 goals in 69 games for Peterborough and Hamilton, really went on a hot streak after he got traded. But he's a very gifted goal scorer, very gifted offensive forward. Um, and I think it does make sense to give him an opportunity here with Connor Bedard, someone that can, you know, 
can take advantage of some open ice and the attention that Connor Bedard is going to draw his way. I think it's really smart to have a strong shot like Nick Lardis there on the left side, someone who could be on a 40 or 50 goal watch this season for the Brantford Bulldogs of the Ontario Hockey League. And then a big opportunity here for uh, Colton Dock as well, who really had an injury plagued uh, season last year, unfortunately, missed time with a concussion earlier on, which he actually suffered at the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase, um, dealt with that weird wrist injury that was oddly similar to Kirby's at the World Juniors. Fortunately, didn't wind up costing him a severe amount of time. But once he returned for the Seattle Thunderbirds, he never really looked quite the same, particularly in the goal scoring department. And at this time last year, when I was talking about Colton Doc, I said that goal scoring ability of his is really what I thought was going to give him the best chance to be a middle six to bottom six, you know, third line type of player for the Chicago Blackhawks one day. And we haven't seen that goal scoring ability return since that wrist injury. So something to keep an eye on Colton Dock getting a really good opportunity here with Nick Lardis and Connor Bedard, potentially on the top line. Again, if these lines uh, remain the same on Saturday morning or Saturday evening, excuse me, which I do expect them to be uh, the second line for the forward group, Samuel Savoy, Paul Ludwinski and Gavin Hayes. And for uh, Savoy and Ludwinski, two guys who are almost like the Spider-Man meme of them pointing at each other, love to play physical, love to get after it, just absolute wrecking machines out there. And they actually got an opportunity to play together at the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase last year. And boy, it was just funny to watch them go and uh, plow through everyone and just kind of really try to muck the game up. They both play a very similar style. So I think it's smart to uh, have them together once again. And then Gavin Hayes was someone who I was wondering was he going to get an opportunity with Connor Bedard because he burst onto the scene in the OHL last year with a 40 goal campaign was a point per game player, a 40, 40 type of guy headed back to Flint, but does have uh, his entry level contract already signed. So once his season finishes up there, probably expect him to get some games at the end of the year with the Rockford ice hogs, but a really good opportunity for him and camp to kind of further showcase his stuff that he's not just, you know, kind of a one hit wonder there in the OHL for the third line for the Blackhawks. They rolled out Martin Misiak second round pick in this year's draft, who was also the uh, top overall selection in the CHL import draft to the Erie Otters anti Sorella 2019 fourth round pick. Who's finally making the leap over to North America. He'll be centering the third line along with Ryder Rolston on the outside, a guest here uh, last, I want to say it was April or May of the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Super good dude. You could tell he's just got some good charisma to him. Also got some good flow and plays with a lot of speed and a, a good shot. That's really what's always stood out to me about Ryder Rolston, which I talked about him uh, talked about too with him here on the show. Really big season for Rolston coming up though, and apparently he's someone that's looked sharp at camp so far. Uh, both he and Sorella are going to be bound for the Rockford Ice Hogs this year. And then for the fourth line to round thing round things out is the uh, late round 2023 NHL draft squad for the Blackhawks in Yuri Felchman, Marcel Marcel, who's making the leap to Rockford this year, and Alex Ferrand. Uh, fourth round pick, big boy, whose shot has looked really good from what I've read so far here. Opportunity for all three of these guys. All of them, by the way, do have some size. Uh, Ferrand is going back to the OHL this year. Marcel Marcel, of course, 
decided to leave Gatineau kind of a year before anyone anticipated, but I do think it's going to be a smart move for him. And then for Felchman, I'm still not exactly sure what league he's going to be playing in. He was with the U-20 Swiss League last year, but a good opportunity for him early on here uh, to showcase his stuff at development camp. And then on defense, Blackhawks roll the pairings of Kevin Korchinski and Nolan Allen. Not all that surprising. I talked on Wednesday about how uh, Allen has been moved to the right side, which is kind of needed to happen with the uh, depth on the left side in the organization. So going to be interested to see how he does on the right side. They had Wyatt Kaiser and Louis Clevier paired up together at the morning skate. And then the third defensive pairing was Ethan Delmastro and Andrew Perrot. In that, of course, Drew Comesso and Mitchell Weeks. Uh, I'm going to guess that Comesso is going to get the start on Saturday, which will leave Weeks and Net on Sunday against the Wild. But we'll see how Sorensen wants to flop them back and forth. But they are the only two goaltenders uh, headed up to Minnesota this weekend. Jackson Stauber was practicing this week, but isn't officially on the roster. So, all right, there are some lines that we could see the Hawks roll with this weekend as part of the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase. Don't go anywhere, Blackhawks fans, because before I let all of you go, I still have to mention five things to keep an eye out for during the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase. All right, segment three, before I wrap things up and let you all go and enjoy the rest of your weekends, I do want to leave you with five quick things I believe you all should be keeping an eye out for uh, as the Blackhawks head up to Minnesota for the 2023 Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase. First and foremost, storyline number one absolutely has to be Connor's first little bit of action. How will Connor Bedard fare in his first glimpse uh, in a Blackhawks sweater. He's got the St. Louis Blues prospects on Saturday night for his first taste. And I know a lot of us Blackhawks fans would love if he absolutely shoved it to the St. Louis Blues on Saturday night. That's storyline number one from all accounts. Bedard has looked great at Fifth Third Arena thus far. We're all super excited for him in Chicago. He's obviously the favorite to be the Calder. Potential generational talent going up against, you know, fellow prospects, um, the expectation is for him to probably do some really special things on Saturday in St. Louis. Hopefully that is the case. I think every Blackhawks fan and their mother is going to be looking at to, as to how Connor Bedard is going to fare this weekend. Number two uh, thing to keep an eye out for, will Kevin Korchinski look like the top defenseman of this group, because we know Alex Vlasic isn't here. Isaac Phillips isn't here. They both have kind of graduated from that prospect status at this point now, right? And it kind of seems like Wyatt Kaiser is the one that Kevin Korchinski is going to have to beat out if he wants to make the opening night roster. Now, anything can happen during camp. Korchinski certainly can look better than Vlasic or can look better than Isaac Phillips. And one of them could go back down to Rockford but it, it feels like Kevin Korchinski is really going to have to prove himself, at least against these fellow prospects, if he wants to make the Blackhawks opening night roster out of the gate. Otherwise, he could be headed back to Seattle, even if the Blackhawks give him a seven game or a 10 game stand. It's just to burn, you know, the first year of that contract. They'll probably end up sending him back to Seattle regardless, unless he really proves himself as the top prospect. But he's getting an opportunity here this weekend on that top pairing with Nolan Allen. I'm sure they're going to give them a boatload of opportunities. But as I referenced, Wyatt Kaiser is someone who has looked really strong 
uh, according to all accounts here in the first three days of uh, preparation ahead of the Tom Curvers prospect showcase. He's looked like the one who's been most NHL ready at this point in time. And if he plays, you know, he's obviously further developed than uh, Kevin Korchinski is, but you know, that's kind of the battle that Korchinski's looking at as a 19-year-old trying to crack the NHL roster. He might really have to prove himself against, you know, fellow left-handed defensemen like um, Wyatt Kaiser, even his D-partner Nolan Allen and Ethan Del Mastro on the third pairing as well, even though those latter two guys are expected to begin the season in Rockford. Third storyline to keep an eye out for, top line Lardis. I personally loved the pick of Nick Lardis with the 67th overall pick. I mean, so much upside with the selection, great offensive uh, playmaking abilities, an elite goal scorer, can skate at a pretty high level. You know, there are some worries about his abilities away from the puck and defensively. Who cares? You know, we, we, we kind of have a slew of offensive prospects. If Nick Lardis, you know, can be an offensive guy, Shoot, in the third round, you'll absolutely take it. And he's getting an opportunity right out of the gate uh, to see, you know, and show everyone that he can hang with the best prospect in the Blackhawks organization. So I think Nick Lardis is certainly a prospect to keep an eye out for. Great goal scoring ability. And as I referenced earlier, could be a 40 to 50 goal scorer as he's returning to the OHL this season. Uh, his third team, or maybe it's even his fourth team in three years there, uh, he's headed to the uh, Brantford Bulldogs this season. Fourth thing to keep an eye on uh, for the fourth storyline everyone should be watching, I think, is the Kamesh show. Does Drew Kamesso look ready for professional hockey? And quietly, Mitchell Weeks obviously gets lost in the shuffle with. The slew of goaltender prospects that the Blackhawks have now, right? Obviously, there's Arvid Soderbloom. Drew Comesso has been the guy waiting in the wings for the last three years with Boston University. But they also have Dominic Bassey, who's playing really good in college hockey for St. Cloud State. Jackson Stauber uh, looked really good in a short stint of NHL action last year. Then they just drafted Adam Guyan with uh, the first, he was the first goaltender off the board in this year's draft. So Mitchell Weeks is not going to be a guy for the Blackhawks organization, just simply put. But he has put up some uh, pretty respectable numbers for both Rockford and the Indy Fuel of the ECHL last year, which is not a very friendly um, league for goaltenders in particular. He put up very respectable numbers there. And for Drew Camasso, I, I think what we would like to see from him this weekend is for him to outperform Mitchell Weeks. It's kind of Time for him. He's had these three years. We've all been waiting for Drew. Obviously, goaltenders take a while, and they develop at their own clip. Um, but it would be very nice to see Drew Comesso kind of start off his official Blackhawks tenure. His first little look is a, a pro with a strong performance either on Saturday or Sunday when he gets that opportunity in net uh, this weekend up in Minnesota. And last but certainly not least, who's going to surprise us by Sunday night? It seems to happen every year in the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase but someone who you don't anticipate to have a strong showing is going to. And could it be, you know, Martin Misiak, Ryder Rolston is someone who reportedly looks very good. Well, Wyatt Kaiser, I guess he wouldn't really surprise us, but would he build off a strong performance? Will Nick Lardis take advantage of the opportunity? Will Colton Dox goal scoring ability return? Will Paul Ludwinski or Samuel Savoy have a really good showing on the offensive side of things? Who's going to surprise us by Sunday night? And look, 
I know these are only the Blackhawks prospects. It's not the NHL club, but there are plenty of reasons to be intrigued and plenty of reasons to go and turn this on for an hour, an hour and a half on Saturday afternoon. And I know Sunday's a little bit trickier with football season, but Saturday night, 6 p.m., go and turn this on. Go and watch Connor Bedard in action. It should be absolutely beautiful. And not only just him, but there are a lot of other talented players uh, participating for the Blackhawks in this showcase. I recommend every Blackhawks fan go and check it out. There are five key things to watch throughout the weekend at the Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, thank you all again for tuning into the show. And be sure to go and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Please go and smash that subscribe button. And also go and follow Locked On Blackhawks for free wherever you may be listening to your podcasts. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Go and check me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2. Or you could also go and uh, follow, excuse me, my strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. So until the next episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, folks, everyone enjoy your weekend. Maybe I'll have a surprise episode come out on Sunday afternoon. Not quite sure as of yet, but everyone out there, enjoy your weekend. Thanks for listening and watching the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.